Welcome to Boating Insights. This is a podcast about achieving your boating dreams. Brought to you by Above and Beyond Boating. We deliver the leading courses to skipper your own boat. Hi there, I'm Neil Driscoll of Above and Beyond Boating and thank you for coming to have a listen to our Boating Insights. Now, today's topic is around bringing other people along on your journey. The journey I'm talking about is your journey as a skipper, and I don't specifically mean a passage, I mean mean the the bigger picture, you know, it might be your journey over a number of years, uh, your progression into your first boat, or um, into a new boat, or just, you know, your general pathway that you're on um, of developing your skills and, uh, and you know, having new experiences. When I talk about others, I mean, you know, potentially crew, spouse, partner, husband, wife, children, child, uh, friends, um, a combination of uh, these uh, these people. And um, when I say crew and friends, just to help with distinction there, I'm, you know, I'm not suggesting that your um, your crew are not your friends, but I'm I'm more mean as in are these people that you you knew outside of your journey. Uh, boating or are these uh, are these people that you've you, you've become friends with as a result of them crewing on your boat now when I talk about coming along on a journey it's an interesting one you know over the years I've, I've helped people put together a lot of different campaigns and one of the um, questions that certainly the the better skippers uh, will be paying attention to is you know the other people on board so rather than just thinking about this as a boat for them uh, you know, an obvious one is um, racing, for example. You know, often um, as people kind of move through life, then uh, not always, but sometimes their, their budgets might increase and, and suddenly they can afford quite serious race boats. But they've maybe been sailing with a whole bunch of friends for years and actually if they go and get something too technical and fast, they, they might need to get a whole bunch of young guns in. Um, which, although might be fun, might disrupt the whole, you know, thing that they've been on as a journey with their mates for the last 20-odd years. And, you know, I've seen many, many people who, by the time they get to a point they could afford a quite serious and fast race boat, make a decision to stick with something, you know, a bit less um, hectic, just so that they can uh, they can keep sailing with the same people. The, the reason that I bring this up is I think as a... As a skipper, it's another area which is really worth paying attention to. Um, you know, there will always be um, people who, um, just like they say with friends, you know, there'll be people that come on your boat uh, for a reason or a season, uh, and some hopefully for a lifetime. Now, if you start off by identifying that, what's quite important is... Um, especially when you're looking at the spouse question or husband, wife, um, taking the time to actually have a conversation about what the journey might look like. Um, you know, as an example, one of the seminars we, we run helps people um, kind of look outwards uh, on a kind of five-year uh, pathway of what, what they'd like to be achieving. And more often than not, when we have a couple come, come along, they've actually not had that conversation yet. Um, and so, you know, if you are planning to sail with someone um, who you're also maybe in a relationship with or, you know, you want your children to 
be involved. It's a very, very good idea to actually um, have a bit of a conversation with them um, and see what's important to them or what they what it is they'd like to be doing. Um, they might not have an opinion um, or they might have an opinion that you, you don't want to listen to, but um, I think everyone always appreciates being asked and, uh, and you can get quite a lot from this. So as we move this one along, the, um, the next stage of this is if you've identified, right, okay, the, within my own, you know, my own pathway of skippering, then these are people who are like a serious part of the journey. I, I might need to consider them. And then that helps you to think about loads of different stuff from um, helping uh, find areas that they're interested in and help them progress their skills. Um, we've seen that quite a lot with um, particularly um, offshore skippers who have then suggested that uh, some of their kind of crew that are really stepping up a bit come and do our complete skipper course so that they you know progress in navigation, seamanship, practical skills, etc., uh, communications, so that they get towards being in a point that they can um, skipper the boat, potentially, you know, deliver it home from races or when they've been away doing trips. And, you know, especially if you're not at a point that you have a boat, but you aspire to, um, it can give you really good exposure as well. So really good win-win there where the, you know, the skippers are, are upskilling constantly and bringing a team with them and, you know, they've got more resources available for when they need to crew the boat, deliver the boat, etc. And the um, some of the key players in the in the program end up really feeling quite valued and and looked after. And it's it's an incredibly easy thing to to overlook. And yeah, you know, we work with some incredibly talented and awesome people, and uh, and it always comes through that they are people that are paying attention to this sort of stuff. Um, the next one then is in terms of your um you know, bringing friends and crew into the boat is, um, you know, it's worth also paying attention to if you um, might want to use a platform, like one we use a lot here is, for example, uh, my friend Deb has one called MySail that we use a lot, but um, something I flagged to a few skippers is you get these people, you're short of crew, say a twilight race, and you're short of crew, um, you find three or four people that come out of the woodwork that can join you, friends of friends. If you bring them into a platform um, to help with your crew management, it just helps you gradually build a database of people who are familiar with your boat, who can help when you're caught short for racing or cruising. Um, and, um, and otherwise you kind of... Otherwise you can end up in a scenario where you, um, you have people join the boat and you know, later on you're like, oh, who was that awesome person that helped us move the boat from, you know, Port Stevens to Cops? And then you just, no one can remember. So um, making sure that, you know, as, as well as taking the time to think about the people, uh, you know, long-term and their journeys, it's then, I suppose, the other end of the scale. It's, it's having a mechanism that you can keep in contact with the people that are just on short-term visits, maybe just one or two sales that you, um, you might want to be able to include in your program, uh, bigger picture. Now, in terms of um, bringing uh, bringing crew along, that's always an interesting um, an interesting question. It's something that you you 
you probably want to try and actually think about it, although sailing is obviously something most people are doing for fun rather than professionally, but give it a bit of thought in the way that you might for a, a context of just doing a standard work appraisal. And the reason I say that is you've got to be careful what you wish for. So if you kind of sit down and have that conversation with all your crew and say, oh, what is it you want to be doing? And they say, oh, look, I want to be, I want to be driving. I want to be the four deck. I want to be this and that. And you, if you don't handle it well, you can kind of open the door that you end up losing people from roles you wanted them in or or having them kind of self-decide to move into roles that you don't want them in. And particularly think about when you've kind of got a bit of a racing configuration going on here. And not necessarily Grand Prix style, I just mean, you know, standard Hamilton Island or Saturdays, you know, just fun, simple racing. Um, so... That one area we find works quite well with that is actually something like the gap analysis, um, where you kind of just highlight, you know, five maybe the key areas on board and see where they where they see their own strengths and weaknesses, and just keep it reasonably loose rather than committing. Oh, yeah, next season you're going to be on the four deck um, uh, or whatever it might be. Now that also um, from the offshore blue water sailing or you know the offshore coastal sailing that people are preparing for we find um because obviously we're not too focused on the racing in that then using our adventure readiness tool which you can get to via the um boating insights on our double website and um, that can be a, a great mechanism for you to kind of go through and um just get you thinking about things that you've been exposed to things that you'd like to be exposed to um and just also hopefully highlight areas that you'll probably have competencies and experience that you, you didn't actually realize that you did. Um, and then the last part of this for me is a kind of a sensible approach to learning. I probably every day in a, a forum somewhere see a, a suggestion of someone that says sort of, you know, go and, go and learn to sail to crew and, you know, they'll just sort of say, oh, just jump on a boat and you'll figure it out. And look, you might, um, I have come across many, many people that have sailed for a long time who have become very proficient in one specific role. Maybe they've always done the port head saw sheet on a Wednesday afternoon race since 1987, but they've never parked a boat or they've never used the radio or they've, um, they've got no idea how to check an engine or what safety gear is carried or how to do a passage plan beyond having a quick look at a local weather app. Now, the reason I mention this is uh, putting some structure behind it. You know, obviously, uh, one level is something like our complete skipper course, but even just um, even just something simple like going through the adventure readiness and, you know, highlighting for yourself areas that you want to gradually become proficient in. If you can put some structure behind the learning for the crew, um, they can put it in sensible bite-sized chunks, uh, might help them also if they need to budget, if they are going to use something, you know, some professional education. Um, but as a skipper, if you can bring these people along, um, then you potentially find yourself in not a massive amount of time with a pool of highly engaged, competent people who are uh, really, really good. And I, you know, I remind you of that famous quote that says, you know, if you if you if you worry about training your staff that they might leave, you should think about it the other way. That if you you should worry that if you don't train them, what if they stay? And it's um 
it's worth thinking about that a lot for the people you sail with. It's, um, you know, remembering it's, it, you might fund the boat, you might put a lot of work into the boat, and it's easy to kind of make the show what you want, but more often than not, unless you're a single-handed offshore sailor, then you probably need a fair few people around you to make this all work. And, you know, putting some time and effort into thinking about how you can help kind of train and develop them and... We'll, uh, we'll, we'll definitely give you a solid payback. And um, obviously that's something that we do. So um, you know where we are. And um, a really simple kind of technique for that to start with is you could always just, for example, uh, subscribe to the ABV TV and, um, and, you know, as a crew, just have a look at a couple of the development areas in there, like heavy weather sailing and come up with some ideas of something that you guys could do as a team. You know, it doesn't have to be super involved, just to keep it simple. Um, but you, you're probably fine just for a couple of bucks. You come up with some pretty good ideas of things you could do to upscale, upskill as a uh, as a race crew or a, a cruising team or a bit of both. So thanks very much for listening.